Welcome to the Two Marketeers podcast, where marketing swashbucklers, Sean and Lindsay, seek to demystify the fascinating world of modern marketing. Each episode takes listeners on a storytelling adventure that informs, entertains, and inspires marketing enthusiasts of all kinds. And now, here are your hosts, the two marketeers themselves, Sean Patrick and Lindsay Wow! Yeah! Woo! Take the stick! Um, let's talk a little bit about why we're here. Uh, why we're are here. we here? Yeah, <laughs> we're here uh, in what I think is going to be a really exciting new marketing economy. Um, you know, we come from two very different worlds that worked. We come from the same world from very different angles. Uh, mine is creative, ignited by scientific and i think yours is a little bit the other way around right yours is the yeah, scientific driven yeah scientific driven strategy right but there's a creativity to how you look at it and i think that's why you yes. and i are such a great team we do work together on occasion and we do amazing work regardless of what our clients say but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they like true. it they Come like on. it right they pay for it some of the biggest brands in the world they are doing a good job yeah so well you I'm really taking all those years of experience and I've done it a little longer than Lindsay, not, not taking credit for that, but just showing the age difference. And, mm. you know, in my fifties, I'm now focusing on all that big agency stuff and trying to see how that can apply to the small businesses. Open the kimono, I guess you would say, right? Uh, the big Ooh. world. <laughs> Open. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that, that's a term, you know, open Is the kimono that? to just, yeah, it's just to say, I find that there's been a very big barrier between how marketing over the last 20 years the kind of information experience there can really benefit smaller businesses who are about to take off and it's so overwhelming about oh well, you need this and you need to be on facebook and you need to be using yeah. this and have you are you automating or it's like oh my gosh where that's a world that you know that's the world you speak Lindsay, and i think i used to speak but it's like it's, it's about bridging that gap to a greater audience possibly with whom it can make more impact that sort of basic knowledge of it's all about having a product or service having a, a, a an image or story that around that product or service understanding who it matters to and everything that happens between the time they hear about you to the time that they become loyal to you and that's mm -hmm. you know that's on a scale now that's it could be to a one-person company yeah i think you have like an interesting perspective that we like to talk about where um, it's just because you run a small business or you're starting a business or you're an entrepreneur or you have a smaller company doesn't mean you shouldn't have access to some of the biggest uh, marketing and advertising strategy thinking in the world. Like you should, you should be able to access that thinking and insight even if you don't have, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars. So I feel like that's kind of a cool approach where we can talk about what big brands do and you can help bring that insight to smaller brands and small businesses and say, hey, you can do this too and you can make it work for you harder than it may be working today. And there's no more the divide. It's right. all scalable. So you could take a campaign that you would have recently done for one of your major clients and we could take the basic logic of what that brand was trying to do, not creatively, st strategically as a business yes. to say, we need to make money and we need to understand where we belong and where how we can do that. 
uh, and so strategies tend to be completely scalable. It's the executions where people get like, oh my God, it, you know, it's $5 million to get 20 seconds on a Super Bowl game. That world is over. Like, it's like, it doesn't apply anymore. And that's what I think what digital yeah. has done, right? That's what when you and I know. When one tweet from Oreo takes over the Super Bowl, you know that the landscape has changed. Right. I bring more of the traditional, and by traditional, it's still digital. And Lindsay brings a lot more of what we call the, the, mar- the marting. It's a new thing. It's the marting. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. It's modern marketing. So it's the two ends to say, I think we both with this podcast are trying to, you know, save the world from this crazy daunting world of what marketing is perceived as, right? This complicated world of like, oh my God, where do I, and everyone asks the same question. Where do I begin? It's not rhetorical. And your answer to that question shouldn't be a sales answer. It shouldn't be a solution well, you first need to do this and this is going to cost you that. And it's it's very overwhelming. And I'm experiencing that myself as someone who's marketing themselves. So uh, yeah, that's why we're here. Yeah. Demystifying, I think, I think, is our thing, right? Let's demystify this. We're demystifying. And, and staying- I think where we're at today and what we really want to talk about is whether you're a big brand or whether you're a small business, you should just be focusing on doing something worth people's attention. Let's talk about why we came up with the term two marketeers. What makes us, do we believe, do you believe you're a marketeer? Because I believe I'm a marketeer. Yeah, I believe I'm a marketeer. Yeah. I think it's like we realize that this space is very cluttered and overwhelming for people and they are craving someone with the perspective to come in and kind of like save the day of all of the overwhelming um, feelings that they're having about what they should do from a marketing um, strategy perspective. So we're here to kind of be those, I don't want to advocates? say. Advocates? Yeah, advocates. For, like, I was going to say savior and I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, advocates for um, for brands and small businesses and agency side people and client side people who are really just trying to figure it out. How many marketers in all the marketers that you worked with? Like I even am hesitant to call myself a marketer because there's a lot of other things I am, but I do realize that actually the thing I'm most passionate about, which probably, you know, I would have thought it was creative. It was this, that, the other is marketing. And I think it's around the fact that marketing, I do believe now in the world of business at any level, it's a life skill because all it really is, is about being really clear about who you are, who you want to be, who you're for. And, 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 and placing a value on that. Marketing came from really just about communication, and it still is. But more importantly, it's about what and how you communicate. And that, as a life skill, there's the, the industry of marketing and all this stuff over the last century has evolved so much and created such a structure that so many great structures and models that can now apply to the most basic of businesses when you consider marketing and branding again over the last uh, century i would say it's an amazing little history that can always be brought back down to a practical logical business approach right you need to sell you need to make people aware of your product um and where a lot of it has gotten confused is people still think marketing is what advertising was so and a lot of marketers perpetuate that because that's where the fo- that's where the sexiness of it is that's where the money is mm-hmm. and it's actually like no it's it's you know sexy is is uh subjective 
to me, what's sexy about marketing is it's it it fosters honest, genuine, relevant conversations. It tries to do more well. than that. Yes, but that's what it does do. Um, that's where like anything that's pure and good is, yeah, some people want to cheat it. They want to, you know, throw money instead of time and thinking or anything like throw money at it. And that is what has, what marketing had become many decades ago. Now it's time to stop throwing money at it. And, and well, yeah, it used to be that, you know, if you want more people to see it, you just pay for more eyeballs. And now it's like, you can pay for the eyeballs, but if it's not good, no one's going to look at it. Yeah. So and then that's that's the sort of exciting part of it, right? Like we have come to this juncture where where you, at the person at the forefront of what big brands are doing, are understanding the struggle they're facing, where throw where their solution in the past of throwing tons of money at things is actually a hindrance. Because right. when people find out money has been thrown at things, when they have access to so much content and they can, you know, we talk about attention, they can, they're willing to put their attention wherever it's most warranted and valuable to them. Money is now actually a barrier in a lot of cases. So that entire business has been forced and digital, I would say you and I as digital pioneers have seen that where if you're still doing digital the way you did digital 10 years ago, good luck. And I yeah. think what you and I love about it is every digital execution or strategy we work on, we look at it as, okay, there's a structure. Here's how we like to operate. Here's our process, but they're always different and they're different because of the data we find. It's a great, we've mastered a great methodology around, you know, go do our homework. It's always about go do your homework, ask great questions, have great sources for, for research, but we always formulate something we've never, never formulated before. Yeah, and I think the like why we love working, um, especially when we get the chance to work together as two kind of consultants together, is that we, you know, we don't like you said we don't come up with the same thing, and it's not going to be like uh, here's I did this for this brand, so here's what I'm going to do for your brand, and here's like insert into framework here. It's always like a different industry, a different challenge, a business problem, a communications problem, a different target audience, a different target problem, and us trying to say, okay, so what's the right thing that we can find for this specific problem? And what's the unique way of looking at it based on the research and data that we find that we can bring to you that makes it such a great solution for you and not just a rinse and repeat of what I've done for a bunch of other brands. So it's the variety and the freedom to have that variety yeah and the vulnerability to say you know we don't just do this for granola bars okay so we don't we haven't been working on granola bars for 10 years and here's your granola i've missed granola bars (laughs) yeah here's your granola bar strategy it's like this is a different problem and we apply you know creative um research-based and design thinking kind of methodology to different problems to bring unique solutions which keeps us fresh and the solutions um, yeah. interesting and effective. So we'll always find that sort of model that we're like, oh, this is like what we did for this bank or this is like what we did for this fast food company. And then what we do is we go look outside and say, well, how has something like this occurred before and what did they do and what research has come from the way they did it? But what a lot of marketing agencies or individuals would do, I think, is they would look for something like that and then just look to reapply it whereas you and I look at it to just validate to ourselves 
but now let's think bigger. Mm-hmm. And then we come back and we go out and that process is tried and true every time. And there's always that tension going like, oh my God, we've never done this before. Are we crazy? But then we go through and we're confident that, yeah, this is the tension we need. It creates that yeah. tension. And it comes back with the confidence in having executed that process before. And I think something like that is scalable. Let's encourage that movement of making marketing accessible to big and small, even companies that maybe they have they have a lot of money, but they haven't invested in marketing where it's probably a great investment to consider how they can change their business, especially now that communication is going to be a key. How they communicate and what they communicate is going to be is going to have to completely change based on the world has changed. Yeah. So tune in next time for attention. Boom. We're going to talk about. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Sorry, what did you say? Can I get your attention? Yeah, you did. Thanks. Great talking to you as always. Bye. Bye. Talk to you soon. Wait, how do I get out of here? (laughs) (laughs) That's it for this episode, my fellow marketeers. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, subscribe to this podcast at thetwomarketeers.ca. That's thetwomarketeers.ca. Spell it out. Be sure to tune in for more marketing adventures every month from us, the Two Marketeers. But you can just call us Sean and Lindsay. Actually, I, I would prefer Wise Guy. Yeah, I, I know you would. We're not, we're not doing that. <laughs>